This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. Welcome to the Female Insight Zone. This is Mary Beth Kosmeski. Today I'm interviewing Helene Lerner. She is CEO of Creative Expansions. She is also the founder of WomenWorking.com. For more than two decades, she's been addressing the concerns of contemporary women. She's a prolific author. She's written more than 13 books. She has produced more than 20 television shows. She's an Emmy award-winning executive. She is absolutely amazing, and I have heard about her Helene, and I'm so excited to be able to have her on the show today. So welcome, Helene, to the Female Insight Zone. Welcome. I'm very glad to be here. Whenever there's um, an opportunity to inspire women and girls, I'm on board. Well, I wanted to ask you a question as we kick things off here about a book you wrote called The Confidence Myth. Because there's so much that I have heard and read in other books about confidence in women. And I would love for you to share with our audience your feelings on that and a little bit about that book, The Confidence Myth. Well, Mary Beth, uh, thank you for asking. You know, um, I have a presence on our social media, our Facebook page. We have over 8 million likes. So we have a huge worldwide community. And I've spoken literally to hundreds of thousands of women on women's empowerment issues. And, you know, I figured the issue that I'm always asked about is how can I become more confident? So I was going to write a book about how women, you know, can become more confident and move forward. And then I realized as I'm interviewing these C-suite leaders, you know, CEOs, COOs of companies, and really reflecting back in my own experience is that there's no such thing as confidence with a big C. That in fact, you know, um, um, a woman who heads and now is the CEO of a $12 billion company said to me when she took a stand in 2008, she was at that time the chief marketing officer, and she took a stand that we're not going to do recession, we're going to do growth. And now she actually is the CEO of the company. She said, Helene, you should have seen me. I said it, I was convinced, but underneath the table, my knees were shaking. <laughs> and that's what I heard from most of the women. It's not, you know, women sometimes sit back because they feel they need more skills or more contacts before they're going to line up and make the move. You know, tyranny of being perfect, or maybe we came into the workforce a little bit later. But what I was hearing from those women, when they picked an issue that could change the conversation, make a difference, offer up an innovative idea, and they knew gut-wise this was the one to get behind, 
they move forward, and I coined this phrase, even with shaky knees. <laughs> and very often what's said to me, you know, by, I, I coach many people um, informally and formally, and, you know, a young woman said to me, Helene, I'm in a new job, and I like the job. And she was looking at me, but she was saying, I feel a bit overwhelmed. And she was looking at me like she was doing something wrong. And I looked her straight in the eye and I said, you're not doing anything wrong. You just stepped out of your comfort zone and it isn't going to feel comfortable. <laughs> and I don't think enough women hear that from other women, that when you make a move, that's different. And I also wrote another book about smart risk-taking for women. When you step out of that comfort zone and you put your best foot forward, it's not going to feel comfortable. You know, our society is a society that loves and prays comfort, but it's not that we're doing anything wrong. In fact, we're doing everything right. Yeah, so basically you're saying that it's more of a comfort zone issue, standing outside of your comfort zone. We don't feel the same way that we feel when we're inside of our comfort zone. And so that might be what... But it's also acknowledging. What I see, uh, Mary Beth, is so many talented women. And I'm not just talking about C-suite leaders. I'm talking about women just starting out. I'm talking about women in middle management. I'm talking about women starting businesses. I'm talking about women who have been in business for a year or two. And then I'm talking about the senior leaders. I see so much talent and step up now. The world is in a very crazy place these days. And we need more women at all levels leading alongside men. I mean, there's too much craziness, too much killing, too much uh, separation, and women are not only smart and strategic, but we're also the connectors, and we need more connection and bonding. Don't you agree? Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I absolutely agree with that. Um, I think that there's a lot of things that we don't, it, it's awareness of some of the things that you're talking about right now. And maybe, maybe a good example you can share with our audience might be something that you've gone through, um, some big change that you made. I mean, you're an Emmy award-winning executive producer of a TV show. So, I mean, you've got lots of, um, lots of big and things I host, you've done. And I host the shows as well. Well, you know what? I was working. I'm going to take you back many, 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 many years. I was working for a Fortune 500 company. I had been there for a while. I had... Um, my first and only child, and, you know, I was really debating, should I go back? I always had a deep desire to empower women and girls and create my own multimedia company, but I said to myself, you know, it was in the recession of the 80s, it was, you know, the late 80s, and, you know, could I actually do this now? You know, I had given birth, this was a good time. Um, you know, I was out for a while on maternity leave. 
and I kept weighing. I couldn't sleep the last few weeks when I had to go back to work. And, I, you know, I was doing the pluses and the minuses and going back and forth. And in the end, golden handcuffs won, won out. I decided, you know, I had a new baby at that time. I was married. I've been a single mother for many years now. But at that time, I was married, and I decided that I'm going to go back. And this is a very true story here. So I went into the building. At that time, it was a building on Broadway, marble all over. And I felt such a coldness when I walked into the building. And I went to the dorm. Uh, I, you know, I said hello to the guard there, and I moved to the elevators. And I noticed that my finger pressed a different floor than where my office was. And I, I was like in a fog. I walked down a long corridor. I got off the elevator, walked down a long corridor. I walked into the office. It was HR, and I resigned. Mm. I couldn't believe Mary Beth. I, I was going back to work. I couldn't believe that I did that. But I guess the deep desire in my heart was to create a company that would empower women and girls and be involved with mostly media. I took a huge risk at that time. And from then on, I found a way to barter with a media school that at that time was in New York City. I said, I'm good in marketing and sales. I'll consult with you if you let me take every single television course that I could take. And I figured Barbara Walters was in advertising and she changed over. And if she could do it, I could do it. I didn't know at the time. And so that first year, I worked with all the students. I made one of my first shows. And I think the second or third show, I was nominated for a national Emmy. It was, it was actually, it's a good time of year because um, the show was on breast cancer, and this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It was called Treating Breast Cancer, A Woman's Choice, and it was CNN Newsroom, Good Morning America, and my show were up <laughs> for a national Emmy. And I think that was kind of divinely inspired. That's all I can say. And that was the beginning of going out and then getting sponsors and putting together these shows. And from a local distributor, I found a national distributor. And then I was on with several millions of people receiving honors. And boy, that was a huge risk. And I think there was a lot of divine intervention in it because... I wasn't planning to do it. But it happened. So did you feel your knees shaking under the table when you were going through this whole change? Oh, of course, of course. But you know what I want to say, which I think is really makes all the difference. And we hear the talk about passion, but people can hear it in your voice, even when you're not eye contact face to face. I've brought on so many people just by the sound of a voice. I think what happened with me is that I was so passionate about making a difference 
I wouldn't stop. And I got support from friends. I mean, they kept, you know, when I fell flat on my face and then there were times where I said, oh, my God, I can't go on, that kind of thing. They kept reminding me of my vision. And so that's why I think support from friends and peers, you know, who honor and trust you is so important. But when people heard my passion, they, you know, passion opens a lot of doors. And I guess for me, it's also even a little deeper. It's about being of service. When I think of myself, not just that I'm selling and I need money and all of that kind of stuff, but this is something that could really make a difference in people's lives. And it could be a, a great service to them. That's what keeps me going. When I have 40 no's and I keep going and then that next one is the yes. Mm. What fuels me is when I think again, okay, Helene, why are you doing this? I'm doing this because I really be, want to be of service. So I think, you know, I, I truly believe everyone on this planet is here to make a difference. And some of us know what that is. And it may not just be the work we do. It might be something else. But when we go a little bit deeper and look at what's really fueling this, I think that's what creates that level of success. Yeah, I I love that. Um, you, you know, I have this leading into another question based on what you're just talking about. You wrote a book, What Makes a Strong Woman? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I didn't write that book. I I asked our network. I felt I felt it was a great topic, so I threw it out to the Women Working Network, and I asked them, please uh, send me quotes about what makes a strong woman. I met some wonderful women through that, so they wrote the book. Um, but go ahead with your question. I just wanted you to know that. Well, no, that that's good. That's good information. But I think, you know, if you think about what makes a strong woman, isn't that a question that you just begs an answer? You know, if, if you're to pose that, well, do you know what makes a strong woman? Well, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, there's a, I think there's a lot of people that have a lot of different opinions on that. And I'd love to know yours. Well, I don't, I think women are very strong. Um, we're very resilient. Um, we care deeply. We may sometimes be too sensitive, you know, taking things quote unquote personally. And, you know, I'm talking in generalities now because, you know, everyone is different. But I think most women relate to their strengths. I mean, it doesn't mean that they feel fully empowered or anything like that. But we know when push comes to shove and there's a need out there and we can serve that need and there could be a crisis or something like that, we're there. And what do they say? Give a busy woman another thing to do and she finds a way to do it. Hmm. So I think as women, in general, the women that I've seen, and I've seen a lot of women at different ages, from millennials to Gen Xs to matures to 
baby boomers, we're a very strong lot and a resilient lot and a caring lot. And I, I'm, I'm proud to be a woman. Yeah. Well, by the way, I won an Emmy for a show, Proud to Be a Girl. And oh. Julian Moore was actually on that documentary, and it was wonderful. It was all about growing girls strong and bold. Oh, wonderful. You have a wealth of valuable information for women and girls and empowerment. And can you give our audience um, some of the ways that they can find out more about the things you're doing? Obviously, I'm sure the books are on Amazon, but yes, please. Yes, thank you. Um, I would love people to go to womenworking.com. We just redesigned the site. It's very interactive. And it's based on the 8 million likes and followers on our Women Working Facebook page. We have a worldwide community. And it's information that they want to hear. And you know what I see? We always give tools and strategies to move forward in your career and your personal life. We have a career coach as well. But what I'm seeing around the world is women love inspiration. And I know that probably 85% of the people that come to us come to us on their cell phones. So throughout the day, tune in to womenworking.com and get the inspiration you need. And come to our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash womenworking. And let me hear from you. And absolutely, go and get the confidence myth why women undervalue their skills and how to get over it. It's on Amazon and all the other um, vendors. I also have another book, uh, a gift book called Time for Me, Simple Pleasures for Women Who Do Too Much. (laughs) Um, And you can get that from simpletruths.com. And I also priced a very inexpensive webinar so that anyone could take it, and it's called The Secret to Real Confidence. And if you go to our website, womenworking.com, and type in into the search bar, The Secret to Real Confidence, you'll see the landing page and how you can get to it. Well, thank you so much, Helene. Uh, Helene thank you, Mary Beth, for all you- the good things you're doing as well. Well, it is my pleasure, and it makes it um, so much fun to have people like you on the show that are delivering so much value and and little insights and big insights for our audience. So thank you so much. I really appreciate okay. it. Okay. Take good care. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.